Alright, welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming News. This is episode 11 of our Gaming News Podcast. This is Thor, and I'm with you today with... Bad Gamer Jeff. Tommy Crick. And Sasquatch Senpai. Oh, what happened to the other intro? <laughs> it was too long, I cut <laughs> it out. It was a one-time thing. Give it to the fans. Alright, alright. The new and improved and more weeby Sasquatch Senpai. There, there we go. go. There we go. Alright, <laughs> right, weeby man. So let's talk about uh, Junji Ito reveals he's been invited to work uh, on a horror game. And you said it was a you said a casual invite or something or another. Yeah, it apparently just came up in a conversation between him and Hideo Kojima. Yeah, there's not a lot of information, but it leaves fans excited. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially considering that the playable trailer for PT, which was. Uh, supposed to be a Silent Hills reboot using uh, Kojima as the game director and visionary of it. And it also had Norman Reedus in it, which is how their relationship came to be for Death Stranding and kind of led to the fallout where Kojima left Konami and went and formed his own his own uh, studio. Hmm. Right. Wasn't it because of um, Norman that the uh, Silent Hill thing didn't go through or was that something else? That was Konami just being a bunch of cocks. Right, okay. Konami cocks. I find that comment very fellow-centric, sir. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, if you've ever seen any of... Uh, Wait, did you say phallic-centric? Phallic-centric. Jesus Christ, Rick. Do you seriously like, chop up all the words I say? I'm not that much of a Mexican, okay? <laughs> I, know, I know how to speak the English, man. The English? The English, yes. The English. Hey, the English. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> so, um, Halo Infinite's campaign will have two-player local uh, split-screen. I did not know they had moved away from split screen, but everyone else seems to be doing it, uh, so it's not that surprising. Um, well, yeah, some it seems to be more of a feature now that's extra that's included with anything. Uh, but it's kind of excited to be if, uh, excited. It's an excitable option to have, I suppose, but I don't know too many people who play too much more split screen shooter wise usually it's like party games or everyone just goes to their own console in the same house or something and plays with one another yeah right most people nowadays do own a console if, mm-hmm. i mean if they're into video games so right. yeah and i mean it seems it seems like a good standard option to keep around but um um it's nice to see that they're gonna bring it back with halo infinite is there any other news on it on Halo Infinite itself. Um, well, if we scroll down through all of this, uh, you have fans responding to the poor quality that was in the Xbox's uh, stream for Halo Infinite's graphics. Um, and to be fair, it was a little off, it seemed. Uh, their own 4K trailer they put up on YouTube that wasn't streamed looked a lot better. Um, and Domino's even got in on making fun of Halo Infinite's graphics. So, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> we got that great tweet. Ouch. <laughs> Domino's Pizza UK. 
throwing shade wow. using pizza. <laughs> so that should probably be something you should include in the. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't upload this to YouTube, huh? I, I was going to say, I'm going to put, um, this is what I'm going to start making videos for. So I'll make sure that those watching the video version uh, can see the glory of what Domino's did here. <laughs> good. Not going to lie, I ordered some Domino's pizza that <laughs> night when I saw the article. And, I mean, I, you know, I don't like uh, Domino's as far as their pizza as, some, uh, as much as some other places, but I do like them as a business quite a bit because I've seen them do shit like this before. And then aren't, aren't they the ones who, um, like, did the road, yeah, the, the road paving yep. somewhere? So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. them as a, as a company a lot. So I still go there every now and then just for that reason. So that says something, I suppose. Um, so let's see. Apex Legends crossplay won't put console players in PC lobbies. So it's kind of a misleading title. Um, Very. Any Xbox player. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 actually, no, you go with this. It's your game. You play way more than the rest of us. Well, I have. Yeah, this is your article, since, bud. Uh, so yeah, I haven't played since Warzone, but uh, I really just want to give my opinion on the article. It's. It, it really irritates me because Respawn has this thing where they're trying to protect console players as if they were children. Like they wow. they won't even allow you. You cannot use a keyboard and mouse on PlayStation for well, on consoles. Period. And now with this crossplay, even though it's going to be with Apex platforms, yeah, with Apex, yeah. with Apex, correct. Uh, I've never tried to play Titanfall with a keyboard and mouse, but I have it on Steam now. Oh, wait, so, so just to clarify, can you use a mouse and keyboard on PlayStation on other games? I know you can on Xbox. Yeah. You yes. can. I can yeah. confirm firsthand mm -hmm. that you can on Call of Duty Modern Warfare and that you can on Final Fantasy fourteen, and that you can on um, Soul Calibur and Mortal Kombat. So, Calibur? But, as in Break oh. Calibers? So Shut up. No, see, he gets the taste of his own medicine this time. So You're him. not wrong. What was that thing about data? Data? No, it was the. Uh, data? No, he thought I said like uh, executive file instead of executable or whatever. He came after Sasquatch for that too. You're not alone. I'm waiting for mine. So, anyway, uh, yeah, so crossplay is coming on all platforms, and I believe if I read correctly, the game is also coming uh, to Nintendo Switch. Uh, and uh, they're moving from Origin to Steam. <clears throat> oh. Yes. So, but anyway, uh, the big deal here is that if you're the only way that you're going to be put in a lobby with console players is if you are in a party with console players. They will not. They'll restrict you from <clears throat> playing against uh, uh, console players if you're on PC, which is stupid because there are people on PC who play with a controller. Right. Sure, you have better frame rate and whatever, but like, who the fuck cares? I don't understand all this hmm. nanny shit so, with, with against console players, really. So Apex restricts using mouse and keyboard if you're playing on, on console. Yes. That's silly. Right now, I I didn't see any mention in the article that they're gonna. Um, allow that later. I doubt it because if they're if they're restricting PC players uh, from playing with console players, unless you're in a party with console players, and I highly doubt that they'll allow that. That uh, seems strange. Why? I it's just really don't understand why. 
Yeah. I think, well, this could be part of it. I, I don't, you know, I don't have any facts on it, but there's a lot of content creators that play on console. And there's some, there's always a Twitter war going on between Zeus and uh, some of the Sword clan or whatever. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that clan, but apparently they're really famous in the gaming world. Uh, Not famous enough. Yeah, well, <laughs> in, the, in their communities, yeah, forget it. Uh, so yeah, there's always you know Twitter rants and and, and rivalry going on about uh, playing on PC versus console and whatever. So I don't know. I guess it might have something to do with that, but who knows? Mm. Um, I think it also has to do with how you have the constant stream of people on console complaining about PC cheater here, PC cheater there. Yeah, always. Yeah, that could be that could be it too. When a lot of it just literally comes down to you know the difference of controller. I think in the like difference of controller. Yeah, you have your people on PC using a mouse and keyboard, and people on console. Oh, okay. I I thought you meant like between different brands of controllers. Um, and it just comes down to that because you're just you just aim. Straight up aim better with a mouse. It's more precise. Um, Absolutely. And it's just that constant outcry. And on top of that, I think in like 400 hours, I've seen one cheater and I couldn't even confirm if it was a cheater or not. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's yeah. way, 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 way less prevalent than it's made out to be. So I think a lot that just that loud outcry has to do with that separation right there. And it's just further separating the player base. And all it leads to is them having less sales on one specific mm -hmm. platform, which is PC, because those communities generally die out pretty quickly because PC, the PC has a gi gigantic library of games that people will just move on to. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I don't know. I think it's a really weak argument just because I've played Call of Duty for a long time now and i've recognized that there's people hacking in the games it's not a mystery i've uh i've seen plenty of instances where people said someone were, was somebody was hacking and they weren't and i've seen people legitimately hacking in the game over the years but here's the thing i've always played in console i've never played it on pc um and this season with the crossplay I have seen 100% no noticeable change in the frequency of hacking. None. Um, That's interesting. Like, it, there's still, yes, I've noticed people hacking, but no more often than I notice people hacking in Ghosts or in Modern Warfare 3. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's just. And it's because it's it's all around rare. It seems like it's happening a lot more now because uh, information is so accessible, right? So when people hack and people catch them, it's really easy to screen record that and blast it on YouTube. Um, and there's I've even seen streams where people are streaming on YouTube and like check out my hacks and like it's it's easy to do now. It's easy to display because of you know, information technology, but it's not in my personal, you know, I understand I'm, me, I'm a small sample size, but in my uh, experience, it hasn't been any more or less than it always has been. So it's just people, it, the, the fact that people are on PC has not made it easier to get hacks into the game. It's, I don't know. That's, that's me. 
I think one of the easier ways to show how few people hacking there actually are in in any set sort of game is kind of do what uh, Counter Strike, uh, what Valve did with Counter Strike Global Offensive is they put in a mode called Overwatch, where you could go through and watch players who were reported for hacking. You get to watch a section of their game and you can just go through and say, yep, they were hacking. No, they weren't hacking. No, there wasn't enough evidence and whatnot. And you would actually see that in most of these cases mm. is people aren't hacking. They're just better than you. <laughs> or and a lot of times um, I've seen from kill cams when times when I'm like, there's no way it was just because I was lagging out. So I see the kill cam and I'm doing something stupid. You know what? I'm lagging out right there instead of walking around the corner. I thought I was walking around. Stuff like that happens too. The only times I register is like, yep, someone hacked is when there's no really other explainable way. Like I've had ones where I enter a match and it's like, go. And then they start dropping kill streaks. You know what I mean? There's That's obviously someone hacked in to do that. That's the only time I register to it, and that's literally three or four times per season. And that's, you know, over 100 hours of gameplay every season um, that I literally see three or four instances of that. Uh, and, you know, it's like I said, I've, I've never seen, I haven't seen any change in frequency at all. Yeah, hacking is a lot rarer than it seems to be put out as. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more obvious when it happens. Like the whole lobby's like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> right." <laughs> yeah, I've seen people like standing in the middle of the air and just firing and bullets and headshotting everybody. That's Is that in Infinite cool. Warfare? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. No, I never. I never oh. experienced hackers in Infinite Warfare. There, there is one where um, there is. An, I, I don't know. I don't know if I wouldn't consider it a hack. It's more like an abusing a glitch. There is a way you could climb up a building and walk out into the sky and snipe people. It wasn't a <laughs> hack. It was just. It was just abusing a glitch in the game, and eventually they fixed it too. Um, yeah. But um. So there's even things like that that people don't consider. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're hacking. is in the middle of the air. Or did he find some weird bug in the invisible border that allowed him to go outside of the map? You know what I mean? So. Yeah, there's there's one that they never fixed. Um, it was in that um, the Japanese map. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's a it's one of the small maps with the giant Japanese cat in it. Uh, there's a way for you to actually be underground. And then you could just shoot everybody, and you're invincible for the rest of the round. Oh, I might have—I might have been thinking of Advanced Warfare, actually, not not oh, okay. the first one that had the futuristic stuff. That was Advanced Warfare. Yeah, that was right? Advanced. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Advanced Warfare. You could do that on. Okay. What were you going to say, Sasquatch? They're cheating by far. They're both cheating, but one is just abusing yes. in-game exploits, and one is using outside resources. And honestly, exactly. Yeah. The abusing in-game, the in-game methods one, anyone can do it. It's not nearly as egregious. On any platform, the software is yeah. going to be the same throughout. It's not nearly as egregious as employing outside software to take advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. That's why there's, and that's why I say a lot of times I think when people think people are hacking, they're actually just taking advantage of glitches, and that's that's a very distinctive difference, both technically and ethically. So. Because, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a huge difference. It's the difference between exploiting what, like, glitches they left and literally injecting new software many times into the servers, and it's malicious. So it's – but anyways, hacking as it – actual hacking, much, much rarer than everyone thinks it is. Mm-hmm. That was a weird tangent, but 
so some new games coming our way. Sasquatch. Uh, the first one's an action game, Dragon Ball Demon Breaker. It's a uh, fan made. Well, it's not a it's not a new game, but it does have some backing of a uh, software studio who has worked on different uh, TV shows and different games. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, they do like cinematics and stuff, digital cinematics for different TV shows. Uh, Atlas Corporation Studios. They're out of based out of Morocco. Um, they've worked on shows such as Game of Thrones, uh, Vikings, mm, okay. The Grand Tour, Amazing Race, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but they got together Whoa. with a fan. Vikings hmm. to the Amazing Race. That's a big... You're like Game of Thrones, Vikings, Amazing Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said Grand Tour, I felt the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dragon Ball Demon Breaker is a very stylized um, take on a Dragon Ball game, more so into the vein of the Devil May Cry series. Mm. So, yeah, you're over the top animations and visuals going on. Um, and so love Devil May Cry. Far, it was just kind of put out there um, towards the actual IP owners mm. uh, to see if, hey, we can do this for you if you want, but what's going to happen is we're going to be quite honest here, is Bandcode Nama, Bandcode Nama, uh, Band Code Nam- Benko Nimkai. Yes, now that company is going <laughs> to cease and desist and then make it themselves. <laughs> nice. So yeah, um, or they'll get a, a cease and desist letter and they'll just hire them. They're like, all right, come here and do this. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But um, I did watch the little bit of trailer they had and it did look really, really cool. It looked really, really fun. It's less kind of open like the recent Dragon Ball Kakarot. Mm-hmm. Definitely more in line with the linear combat game much like devil may cry is so cool and then the other one was avowed which i think we talked about just a little bit on our last podcast uh yeah it was one of the ones announced at uh the xbox games showcase um but they just a little bit more information on it it is from it is from obsidian um you know most Notably known for their recent games, Pillars of Eternity, and its sequel. Uh, previous, previously, they did work and create Fallout New Vegas, so that might be where most people know them from, because it was definitely released on more platforms than Pillars of Eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was recently revealed in an interview with the studio that the game is supposed to be much, much larger than initially as- assumed. Um, it's supposed to be several times larger and way more dense than that of the area that's say in say Elder Scrolls Skyrim. So that was already a rather large open world thing, and it was relatively dense minus the towns, which are kind of lame because considering they're supposed to be rather really populated. But and Skyrim, actually... Skyrim hmm? seems to have just become a very good benchmark for open world games too. Which is really kind of weird because you had so many more like living, breathing NPCs in the cities and towns in Oblivion than Skyrim. Mm, oh yeah. Well, and and yeah, that's what I mean. You asked most people, and they never played. Some haven't even heard of Oblivion. Elder Scrolls in general didn't really catch a lot of ground until Skyrim. Um, I can't and remember why. Do you remember why it got so popular over Oblivion or Morrowind or anything? Morrowind was the first one Dragons. I played. It was the dragons. 
Was that uh, it? Was it just dragons? Was that the only reason? <laughs> I had Oblivion. I don't know. I just know Skyrim had the dragons. Um, Oblivion is also really old, like 2004. Mm. <laughs> uh, Skyrim is much newer. You have much better means of advertisement online. Everyone has a smartphone, so they see advertisements everywhere. Everyone has a console at this point, for the most part. Mm. So just yeah. a larger market will make things more successful on their own. That's fair. But yeah, um, it's supposed to have a real-time weather system like a lot of a lot of games say they do now, where it's just really kind of scripted. Um, it's supposed to play a huge role in how you approach the game. So like it'll affect different aspects of the game. So like uh, if it's raining, it'll kind of muffle the sounds you make. So maybe a stealthy approach would do it while it affects like the flight of your arrows and magic. Fog would just give you a much uh, more difficult time seeing. So stealth would be a better approach. You wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to stick out. Um, heat will affect like your how your character performs if they're wearing a lot of armor, stuff like that. Um, it's supposed to have a much more complex AI system to where it's very reactive to how you are rather than just, you know, guards getting saying, did, asking, asking you if you lost your sweet roll after you go through different aspects of the game. It's supposed to kind of react to you in the real time. Okay. Well, neat. I think it's, uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, it also is supposed to have a very advanced character creator. So I'm kind of a sucker for character creators at, yeah. anyways. So except for the naming part, I can't name characters for shit. And I always choose the same name. So or two of the same names as a male or female character. <laughs> and right now, this is only at, at least for now, it's uh, Xbox and PC, correct? Um, this was actually just a world premiere. It is, so it's supposedly, and more than likely, actually, no, it's Obsidian. So, yeah, it might just be Xbox. It'll at least be a a launch title for on Xbox. Yeah, that maybe to PS5 or 4 later. The end of that VG article said it's currently in development for PC and Xbox Series X. Right, and um, if it's even up to the quality of any of their last their last creations, it will definitely be a treat that should be a purchase for anyone who's a fan of open world RPGs or like their previous work on Fallout or uh, Pillars of Eternity, yeah, or even the Outer Worlds. They they also made the Outer Worlds. That's their most recent creation. That that might be one I have to take a look at. I'm I'm really appreciative that now I. Most pretty much anything on Xbox I can just grab on PC, so I don't have to buy an Xbox for the like three Xbox exclusives that I want. Yeah, just get Ultimate Game Pass and their entire catalog's yours. It's every game that they release from their studios guaranteed to be on there. So nice for fifteen bucks a month, you get access to all of their games. Um, so nice. Let's see. Oh my God, Joe Rogan criticizes video games as a waste of time. Uh, I oh, he. I watched the interview and uh, it was mostly just about how he enjoyed them so much and he uh, always lost the uh, lost himself in the amount of time he spent because you know like any activity you do it releases dopamine so you enjoy yeah. it so you do more of it so that's really where it kind of went. So <laughs> it was, it was funny. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So it was more of like a a, a subjective breakdown. 
yeah, yeah. Experience. Talking about personal experience. Yeah. yeah. Every every per, everybody has something that they enjoy doing, and yeah. too much of something can always lead to harm in some manner mm-hmm. or whatnot. Moderation so, is anything. Yeah. I can't say it on the podcast. Masturbating if you're Jack. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. <laughs> I'm glad you followed up, though. That's hilarious. Well, why would I not? <laughs> uh, hell, I don't know. You were getting shy on me. <laughs> so, Unreal Engine uh, used to create virtual ba- <clears throat> used to create virtual baseball fans <clears throat> used to create virtual baseball fans for MLB games. Yeah, so if you ever wanted to watch a real life baseball game, <laughs> out of the audience, like it was from a 2000s baseball game, uh, you're in luck. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Unreal Engine is I mean, it really just goes to show how versatile the engine is because I mean, oh, it's yeah. making these fake dance in real time as it pans across of it um, so it was specifically just Fox Sports doing this, so their games that they're working on is <laughs> as I'm just reading through some of these quotes in the articles, fantastic it's really just any any of those the, episode, the episodes games that Fox Sports are broadcasting mm-hmm. Um, one of the executives, Brad Zager, um, quoted us saying, we had a vision for making our Major League Baseball broadcasts look as natural as they were before COVID. If, yeah, uh, it's real natural. If it's an 8-1 to one game, the crowd can even be thinned out <laughs> late in the game, as it would do in real life. Um, which is kind of funny, because in actual the actual sports simulation games, they actually have contracts where they're not allowed to do that coded into the game. So like if a team's getting thwomped in your actual video game, they're not allowed to thin out the crowds. (laughs) (laughs) They can do this in real time as a team's really getting thwomped. From from this little, uh, I don't know, thumbnail, it looks like it's a bunch of pixels of people. You can click on the thumbnail. Uh, You can can actually, in the article, there's there's a GIF of it scrolling through. Um, yeah, and it's kind of a low video, actually a video showcasing how it works too. Yeah, yeah. if you click, if you click on the article attached to it, it's, there's like a, it shows it. It's actually, they, it's neat. It's, it's not it's, bad looking, actually. Thousands of virtual fans. Mm-hmm. Better than the cardboard cutouts. You know what? There was that Korean soccer team that got a huge suspension for using blow-up sex dolls. So until we fully normalize that in our we are not on par with South Korea. Yeah, we gotta get on Korea's level. (laughs) Damn. It's the special level of not giving a fuck. (laughs) Alright. So, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena won't let uh, or won't get cards from the list. Oh, so this is definitely probably one of I, I don't even know if we have any Magic the Gathering listeners specifically, but it was kind of annoying to me. So a new thing they're doing, their new booster they're releasing amongst like 500 others they do for every set is called a set booster. Um, normally you get a 15 card set. Uh, these ones only have 14. 12 are only guaranteed to be Magic cards. What? Um, Yes. So what they're doing is those last two cards are going to be perhaps like a rules card, which most, which a lot of booster sets have, or a token. 
as well as an art card, which first debuted with Modern Horizons. And those art cards were um, brand new little full art pieces, full art cards of all the new art for all the new magic cards in that set. And they were actually really, really cool. Just like an extra little collectible thing. Um, and also in one of those slots, you can get a special card from what they're calling the list, which is a bunch of cards throughout Magic's history, which are worth a lot of money. Hmm. And they're even going to start putting signed cards into those. So it's going to hmm. be how a lot of um, other collectible cards, like sports cards, so baseball cards, once in a while you open a pack and you can get a signed card from someone. It'll be a lot like that, where the artist will have signed the card, which drives up the value hmm. and whatnot. Um, however, uh, for people playing Arena, you will not be getting cards from the list. Uh, so, honestly, I don't know why the set booster would even be on Arena. I would hope it wouldn't be, and I hope this isn't just a normal turn to how they're releasing packs. I hope you rent. I hope you can still get your normal uh, booster pack with your fifteen cards, mm -hmm. your land, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's just another large collectible you can you can start purchasing. Okay. Um, no indication of the price or anything. And those older cards can vary in value from, I don't know, five cents to, I think, non reserved up to $500. Oh, wow. All right. So, um, World of Warcraft Shadowlands has been rated for Xbox Series X. What? So, yes, and this was done by the Brazil Rating Board. So, that means so... it was submitted for the Xbox Series X hmm. within Blizzard. Hmm. Interesting. But then, so I, I... also, a follow-up, um, Blizzard did say they have no intention of releasing it on the Xbox Series X, but Blizzard also has no intentions of doing anything ever, so... I wonder... Yeah, I couldn't see them releasing it on console ever. Okay, here's here's super out of left field theory though. So what if, uh, because Xbox, there's a rumor going around that uh, Square Enix was finally gonna let Xbox have uh, Final Fantasy 14 on the new generations. Maybe that fell through. They're no longer going to, and they decided, okay, fuck you, and they're gonna we're gonna see some sort of branch of like the MMO on PlayStation is Final Fantasy 14. The MMO on Xbox is WoW. Well, and a lot of there's a lot of there's a whole bunch of stuff actually revolving around this rumor of World of Warcraft going to the Series X because um, it was found in the alpha and beta game code for Shadowlands. There were actually key map uh, control mapping for an Xbox controller. So hmm. um, they said it was something about uh, accessibility options, but wow has so many skills actively being used it just it wouldn't make sense um the tab targeting wouldn't be that great uh, i guess it probably works with final fantasy 14 somehow on a console so i mean i'm sure it could be done hmm. oh that and you can probably be able to use keyboard and mouse anyways yeah so that would always be an option um I just thought it was interesting that all this stuff keeps popping up that is kind of leaning towards it becoming available on a console, and then Blizzard's always like, nope, no, it's not. Nope, nope, don't believe this <laughs> stuff you're saying. <laughs> no. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. 
Let's see, so the <clears throat> oh, the Witcher Blood Origin announced by Netflix. Yeah, I saw that is that going to be? Um, that's the next um, the next season then. No, it's a prequel, twelve hundred years before Geralt's. Oh shit! Oh, is that the anime? The Witcher doesn't have an anime. Well, I, I thought I heard somewhere a couple months ago that they were thinking about doing an anime on Netflix for it also. This could have been where that stemmed from, but this mm. clearly this clearly states as a live action spin off series. Oh, okay. It's just a six. So it's probably oh, okay. supposed like a mini probably to give people more idea on the background of uh, of the world. Um, like the founding of the Witchers, whatnot. Okay, I'd watch it. Twelve hundred years oh, yeah, prior, wow, yeah. yeah, that's that's neat. Yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch the shit out of that. I, the Witcher is the only series that I've watched twice. <laughs> really? Like, or any? Wow. Say what? Replay it. Yeah, well, I'm still playing three. Have you ever beaten it, Jeff? No, I just uh, I got it back in December in the Steam Winter Sale, and then I didn't really start playing it till like a month or two later, and I'm still in Velen. <laughs> every fucking side quest, every little snippet. Dude. I, I want to get through the whole game. Yeah, I'm really picky when I buy physical copies of games and stuff, and I got a physical copy of The Witcher Three just so I can get the collectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with Witcher Two, and they both came with really cool. Uh, school of wolf like pendants like he wears oh that's really nice you can stab someone but they're really sharp <laughs> no 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 gerald in the bathtub though uh no that's a second figurine you can actually purchase i'll send you the link later okay hmm. I, i've seen it i remember sharing a photo on it it was something um one of the articles we were we were talking about and uh the company actually, uh, I think it was CD Projekt, right? Somebody had um, given that that figurine to them as a gift. So that's why I remember it. <laughs> I mean, I would totally put a Geralt in a bathtub figurine. I would shelf. buy that shit. I would put it in, in my dashboard in the car. Even though it'll probably get fucked up with the sun, but you know what? <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, so quick uh, announcement in, or insert here. Um, so our August free games for PlayStation Plus. Uh, so look for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 um, campaign remastered, as well oh, as uh, Fall Guys, which um, I remember I read a little bit. It looked like a really weird, uh, I think it's a kid's game. I remember I looked into it when I first saw it, and it seemed kind of strange. So Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. So make sure you check those on your free PlayStation Plus. And then I think, uh, oh, I thought there was another one. I thought Tony uh, had was, one up there. That was a, a repost of the same. Oh, I've just been deleting them as we go since we can't create a new uh, <laughs> a new channel or a new event like we had previously been doing on Facebook. Sure we can. This Watch this. You go, ba-doop, ba-doop. There's the new one. Oh, Jesus. Yep. You just clone I them. I guess you can do that. All right. You can just clone them for now on and delete all the content. <laughs> all right. So um, 
the new PS5 console images leak. This will be a good one for uh, switching to our video format because we can actually show what these are looking like as we talk about them. So, yeah, you got three images here. It looks like it's in some sort of production facility in an office or something for, like, quality checks. Mm -hmm. um, and really, the images are of the outside panels of it. You know, the white, the weird white kind of curved panels. And, and it, it clearly looked like they detached from the console itself. Yeah, well, yeah, it looks like my theory from before holds true in that it looks like they pop on and pop off thus opening the possibility for just switching them out. You know, here's, okay, pay 30 bucks for this color shell to pop on it. Yeah. So, I I really think that's how the... Because, they're I mean, PlayStation's notorious for having different colored consoles and such, um, and different themes, and I think this one they're really going to go with, okay, you want a different one? You don't have to trade yours into GameStop and then get this new special edition one. Just buy this shell for $50. You can pop on it. <laughs> I think that's the direction they're going to head with it. That's my personal theory. We'll see. And even, even with this, you can kind of look into it as it's allowing them to add extra space inside the console for maybe some mm -hmm. sort of like hardware modifications or expansions. So yeah. more hardware space, uh, more hard drives, some sort of new disk drive. Uh, maybe some sort of extra power boost to the console itself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Definitely interesting. Let's see. So, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, reportedly includes Spider-Man Remastered. Uh, excuse me, sir. It's no Morales. It's Morales. Morales. Okay. All right. I, 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 did, I did that just for you, Jeff. Gracias, señor. <laughs> All right, we need you to go over this one then, Jeff. Since yep. uh, I baited since you into it, because there's a, <clears throat> a minority in it. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow, you're the one that went there, bro. <laughs> My people make up 0.08 percent of the population of the world, but whatever, Jeff, go for it. I uh, I was gonna say something worse. But, uh, I held I held my tongue back. I bit my tongue. No, oh, seriously, it's your article. Go for it. Good. What? Yeah, you're the only one who can pronounce his name correctly. We've been over this. Oh my god, just because I, I said Morales. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can read over it real quick. I didn't. I didn't study. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I keep wanting to be like, damn, you do a really good Hispanic accent. And then I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> no shit. And you, don't, you don't remember who I am? <laughs> you know, the problem is I learned English when I was like five. So I don't speak like this no more. <laughs> but you can. But I can. Yes, correct. Holy That's shit. awesome. <laughs> all right well uh anyways i don't know if he's being getting yelled at for being racist or <laughs> we got him like in that. trouble <laughs> i got myself in trouble not you. <laughs> all right so anyways spider-man miles morals repeatedly included spider-man <laughs> i so hate you right now <laughs> miles morales is that better that's better <laughs> um so it's the announced kind of off sequel to the spider-man ps4 game 
um, but it's its own kind of standalone. Uh, but supposedly it is including like a remaster of the original Spider-Man. Original so, as in like the PS1 version? Uh, the original as in the Spider-Man for PS4. Ugh. The original in this line. Why would you want to play that old hashy game where your webs stick to the skybox? <laughs> it's hey, remaster, it says. It does say remaster. So with the new and improved tech, you also have new and improved stuff you can do within the game. Mm. Ray tracing, um, some more graphic fidelity, get rid of some out of depth of field, uh, some screen blur as you turn cameras quickly. You know, a little tricks to get to to kind of cheat graphically. I am really excited about the ray tracing coming with the next gens. Eh, it's okay. I mean, it's something you kind of notice once in a while. Mm-hmm. Plus, if a lot of the uh, developers don't really take advantage of the technology, you're not really going to see anything. No. Once it becomes the normal, though, then you're not going to notice it anymore either. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let's see. So, on this one, I <clears throat> I don't know how to pronounce any of this. Sukuden? Sukuden, spiritual successor uh, another word, Chronicles. I, I <laughs> Take right, it away, Justin, weeb man. Let's, let's make it. A, let's make it a point. Whenever it's weeb shit, you pronounce it, and whenever it's Mexican shit, <laughs> I'll take care of it. <laughs> so what? What nationality was Mal Morales? Yeah, Puerto, Puerto Rican and black. Puerto Rican and black. Amer- black American. Black American. Mm-hmm. Puerto African and. Puerto African American. Oh Lord, that wouldn't make. It's not that it doesn't make sense, but Puerto Ricans are a mix of African, uh, Native Indian, Spaniards, and you know, just white Europeans in general. First off, Mexicans are a mix of of uh, Central American natives and Spanish. So everything they were kind of dicks <laughs> they're all they're, we're all mutts there's there's, there's no pure race isn't isn't it like six, something crazy like 80 percent of people are related to genghis khan what some crazy amount of like number. some crazy percent of people are I, i'm gonna look it up because i remember it's a that might be a little hyperbolic but i remember it being a crazy fucking number uh, 8%. Never heard of that. Oh, I think I just tagged a zero on it. in the region of the former <laughs> No. 80% versus 8%. Oh my god, damn, how many chicks did that do? 8% is only in the former Mongol Empire. It's 0.5% worldwide, but that is still oh. a huge fucking number. That is pretty big. Yo, yeah. he got his rocks Oh, wait, off or was it... Make half jealous. Angus Khan was the Rolling Stone. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, that's what I was mentioning earlier. Like, Jesus, how many chicks did this guy bang? Uh, well, it wasn't really banging, as in more. Oh, no, I, I know it was raping. <laughs> he was very fertile. <laughs> yeah, he sowed his seed very well. Forced fertilization, yes. we call it now. <laughs> so, um, back to Iodin. <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? I guess. Yeah, at least it wasn't orc dicks. <laughs> there might be orc dicks. No, there's still time. So this is from developer Rabbit and Bear, which is most of the creative leads um, of the former Sukuden series, which is a very popular Japanese role-playing game. 
Um, and what they did was they created their own server to kind of carry on the same style, same style of game. And within four hours of the Kickstarter launching, it was fully funded. The Kickstarter is still up and they're at some crazy number. I think it's like 1500% of their goal has been met. Oh, wow. This game is supposed to be coming to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, as well as their next counterparts. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure it will be on PC as well, because at that point, it's just a port over. Um, they don't really care about the quality of the ports anyways, it seems, for most companies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you've ever played um, or enjoyed stuff like Octopath Traveler, those style of JRPGs, where it's really mm-hmm. based on the relationship of your party members, kind of a very developed world, probably mm-hmm. a game for you. Okay. Um, and I'm surprised you have not played uh, Sukoden, Rick. The, you should. I mean, Thor, whatever your name is. The, the well, I, was, I was actually looking into it, and the more I look into this series, the more I'm surprised I haven't played it before. But I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah, uh, it made $1.5 million in less than a day. Wow. Yeah, Um, it is also not supposed to launch until... 2022 oh Um, and as it reaches more as it reaches more stretch goals they're adding more consoles and stuff to it because it does cost money because there is some difference in coding here or there Mm -hmm. um but so far uh xbox one xbox series x ps4 ps5 and in quotes nintendo's next generation console (laughs) so yeah okay let's see oh shit so exploding psp batteries (laughs) So PSPs are the new. What was a Galaxy Note? Is that what was blown up yeah. before Galaxy Notes and those hoverboards? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So now joining the ranks, your PSP from ten years ago. Fortunately, yeah, it is around. Say again. I was, I was like, wow, those things are still around. I mean, people probably just didn't throw them away. Yeah, I mean, you know, I work. I still have my Game Boy Color, here. dude. Oh, nice. Cool. I remember I had a Game Boy Advance, and uh, I had it for uh, Final Fantasy uh, Crystal Chronicles or whatever mm-hmm. for GameCube. Uh, I miss those days. Continue. So, yeah, public service announcement from Dark Feather Gaming. Uh, check your PSP batteries. If you happen to own one still. Yeah, the batteries are expanding as a lot of these style of batteries do as they age, which is why it was always a good idea to replace them in phones or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they might go pop and go boom. <laughs> go pop, go boom. I mean, if yeah, you're going, trying to start a revolution through, and you don't have C4. This article, man, there's a lot of batteries going expanding yeah. at alarming rates. So, yeah, maybe ditch your PSP battery, like, right now, just in case. <laughs> or just the PSP. I really doubt there's something on there that yeah. you're playing that you don't have on your Vita anymore anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Project Athea. Uh, that's another one I think we just barely touched on a little bit before, but haven't gone in depth on it at all. Does anyone else want to take this one? Um, let's nope. see. That's the new one from Square Enix, right? Yes. The one they... And that's... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed it at the PS5 showcase. That's right. Yes. So this one looks pretty neat. 
Um, let's see. The game, Project Athea, released for PS5. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to look into it too much, but I thought the series, the, the trailer looked really good. Um, it looks like it might be coming to the Xbox Series X, to be honest. No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, so uh, they emphasized the PS5 release for it, but it's, and it's coming to both PS5 and PC. Um... I'm sure it could be utilized on Xbox, but I think it's it's probably going to be at least a timed exclusive. Um, uh, yeah, the hardware between the two consoles is so 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 similar. At this point, it's just a matter of um, you know trading copyrights and and royalties back and forth. It's that yeah, it's not a worry of getting it to work on one machine. It's just a matter of will we allow it to be sold and reproduced for this machine. Mm-hmm. So, um, this looks like a neat game, though. Uh, it's one that I want to look into. It's definitely something a little bit new from Square Enix. I was, I remember when it first came up on that uh, the PS5 showcase. I thought it was going to be something on Final Fantasy 16 and some a, a, a lot of other people. I think because some of the, we saw some preview images from Final Fan. People thought they were teasers for Final Fantasy 16. Turned out that they were images from project athea uh so it's definitely in that same kind of artistic vein but it looks like it's gonna be a completely different twist as far as the type of game it is um well it's also the working title so yeah and it's far far off they don't have even a release window yet do they um i don't think so but it is a place it is a playstation 5 console exclusive yeah. So, um let's see. Yeah, they don't even have any kind of projection for it, so I wouldn't look for it until at least 2022, but we'll keep you guys posted on it. <clears throat> let's see. So, brand new PS5 feature accidentally leaked. Let's see. How credible Where is this leak coming from? First of all, that's always what I'm interested in when I hear about these leaks is who's leaking them. So something vague. An outlet who recently ran some preview coverage of an upcoming PS5. Yeah, so when they were previewing the game, they were able they accidentally previewed a OS feature of the console. So it allows you to like load directly into certain aspects of software on the console itself. Mm-hmm. And um, what this means is you can download the separate parts of the game. So you can download just the multiplayer. You can download just a single player. You can download just a single player and come back to the multiplayer later, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Kind of like what Steam does um, with certain games. Anyway. Well, they, they, you, they, yeah. you can kind of do that on PS4 and that like some games you can download and play partially while it downloads the rest of it. But it's probably yeah. like 20% of games. Hey guys. What's up? Yes, ma'am. I gotta go. You gotta go. Uh, yeah. Did you have any articles that we haven't gotten to? No, I think the only one I had was the first one. Okay. All right. Well, what are you? What have you been playing this week? Yeah. Oh shit! Nothing. <laughs> Fortnite. Not even that. Like, we, play, we, played, we played Warzone. We played Warzone the other day. We did play Warzone the other day. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. Did but it's fun? ten. Yes, it was fun. I had much fun. Lots of fun. Great fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just sound like you're 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 fucking a little kid. <laughs> nice. I'm not sure if I should be honored or disappointed. I'm like, no, it's fun. Be... We should play again. Yes, we should. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm sorry to cut it short. Oh, you're good. All right, Take bye. Bye. All right. So it looks like next up, um, Ubisoft reportedly canceled a King Arthur RPG, which is disappointing. That would have been yes. Um, so Mike Laidlaw would have been the designer of this King Arthur RPG. Um, and he is known for designing Dragon Age, um, which is, Ooh. you know, a very successful fantasy franchise from Bio, uh, Bioware. So just, yes, yeah. it's Bioware. No. Yeah, it's both, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, Bioware's owned by EA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he moved on to make Dragon Age, which... Uh, the third installment was so-so. It had some harsh reception, but it was at least a good, fun game to play through. Um, the first two were fantastic, I thought. But, uh, yeah, so they just straight-up scrapped a King Arthur game. Um, That's just sucks. because <laughs> they did not like high fantasy. <laughs> um... And yeah, apparently they were just shooting down fantasy ideas from his team known as Avalon. So um, that that entire group was over and finished with because everything they proposed, everything they worked on, the pitch was just shot down and shot down and shot down. I'll Um, bet you if they crowdfunded something like this, they could pull it off. Yeah. But uh, so... uh, the design team moved on and yeah it was just we could have had a kind of neat king arthur game instead of what the original dragon age was mm-hmm. all right so that's just that's just also amongst all the other stuff that's been going on with ubisoft recently which is just a giant shit show <laughs> so animal crossing uh, new horizon adds dreaming and island backup on july 30th which should be tomorrow or today at the time of uh listening um yeah so they've been adding a whole bunch of updates over the summer so far they recently just got the swimming one um and this one will allow you to to have a dream take a nap and dream and have an encounter with the taper luna which is in a previous game newly for the 3ds um she'll let you visit other islands randomly so Hmm. No matter what you do during your dream, it's not saved. It's just a mirror of the real one, so you can go visit other random islands out in the world. Okay. But in, like, a dream state where nothing affects anything. Right. So you just get to load into a random person's island and check it out and see what they're doing. Interesting. And they're also finally adding cloud saves. I'm surprised they didn't have that already. Right. That is incredibly surprising to me. <laughs> uh, oh my god! So Gabe Newell, cue thinks, the eye roll gif. Gabe Newell thinks the Xbox Series X is better than the PlayStation Five because that's what everyone wants to know: is what does Gabe Newell think about console gaming? 
Hey, he is our, he is the leader of our glorious PC master race. So who gives a shit what he thinks about one console over another? <laughs> um, yeah, it is kind of a weird thing because they did release previously. Valve released some sort of like really bad version of Steam on the PS3 when they released the orange box. Um, it, <laughs> this was also back when the PlayStation 3 had its huge, huge network crash issue, and it was like the service was down for like a month straight. So that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, apparently between the specs and stuff, he just said that the Series X was better because it was. So, um, <laughs> he put his two cents in like everyone else's, like, uh, Tim Sweeney of Unreal, un- the, of, uh, Epic said that the, uh, PS5 was better, but then again, it could just be something along those same lines because Steam and Epic are kind of competing in the same space as a digital storefront on PC. Yeah, like I said, it's this kind of tape that makes me go back to the the Final Fantasy fourteen and WoW thing. It seems like the console wars is just starting to like. It seems like PC is almost merging itself into the console wars and like somehow trying to take both sides. See, if you play both sides, you'll eventually come out on top. Yeah, that's I like. They're total like PC Master Race is totally art of warring the console wars. The PC war <laughs> race or gets bit roasted. <laughs> Would you spit roast Gabe Newell? No, sir. Alright, so there's our answer. <laughs> I was definitely worried about what you were gonna say. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't see why. <laughs> you don't? I mean, I would never. <laughs> that, even that didn't sound convincing, dude. <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> All right, so I thought this one would interest you quite a bit, Sasquatch. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 soundtrack is getting 37 new songs in total. Okay, okay. Are there any songs listed? Let's see. So notable artists include um, A Tribe Called Quest, Machine Gun Kelly, Real Big Fish, and Sublime. Real Big Fish, all right, that's cool. Sublime kind of works in there. Um, It looks like this is the entire poster oh god it's an entire mm-hmm. yeah so new artists in total um uh, a tribe called quest a swayze and the ghosts um <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna list all of these off um alex Leahy. some of these seem like trailer park boy references um <laughs> i'm just gonna throw that out there but yeah it doesn't look bad i'm not so- uh there's there is a whole bunch of kind of the original punk ska um mm-hmm. i gotta ask what was the papa roach song in the original i don't remember uh let's see because it's he's they're not listed on as new artists so now i'm thinking like well which one which song did they have let me open up this official spotify playlist they have and i can sort for you oh very nice um papa roach papa roach is it in alphabetical order it oh, is it's right uh, there nice yeah, it's on. It's on the article website. The nice. Playlist. Saw it, yeah. She's famous now. They're not even choosing like popular songs. Like beer would have been a better one for a real big fish. But uh, I'm not gonna really complain because the, a lot of the stuff they added was the same kind of old, uh, kind of older school well, hip hop. Um, a lot more 
punk and, and ska-like on the original track, so... Yeah, they tried to stay true to it. Um, and Blood Brothers is the answer to your question, Jack. Yeah, I just saw it. Oh. <clears throat> Thank you very much. So, the next thing, um, Horizon Zero Dawn system requirements are finally here, so... Hallelujah. Um, for those of you uh, wondering, so the minimum requirements, obviously going to be Windows 10 64-bit um, processor, um, Intel i5 to, uh, 2500, uh, or AMD FX 3600 uh, memory. 6300. Eight, or, yeah, sorry, 6300. Um, memory, 8 gigs RAM, uh, graphics, NVIDIA, uh, 780 or higher, um, AMD R9 or higher, uh, DirectX, uh, version 12, 800 gigs storage available, yada, yada, yada. 100. You said 800. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, yeah. I started drinking too early. Um, That's what I thought. So, yeah, 100 gigs of space available. Um, so the recommend, <clears throat> the recommended specs, um, the obviously Windows processor the same, um, but they do recommend to have a 477 uh, 3.5 gigahertz uh, for Intel or the Ryzen 5 1500 or higher with six... <laughs> Raisin? Not raisin. <laughs> California raisins? They are California raisins. I don't know. I don't I thought it was El Ryzen. Ryzen. I use raisin. Intel. Um sixteen gigs RAM, which is uh I mean, if you if you're playing upscale games, I imagine that the that the recommended is what most people would have anyways. Uh and then mm -hmm. GTX ten sixty or higher and Radeon RX uh five eighty or higher. Still with 100 gigs on the recommended. Nice. I can play it at full specs on my daughter's computer. Yeah. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm noticing there's not a huge discrepancy uh, between the minimum and recommended specs. No, that's that's right? actually really nice. That's really nice. But I mean, you got to think, uh, it is a... I don't know how many years. It's a four-year-old game? Three or four-year-old game? They did also say there wasn't too much of a difference going from console to PC as well, okay. um, graphically wise. Uh, a tone down of depth of field, uh, motion blur, stuff like that, which are just the little tricks they use to help render stuff better in games, mm -hmm. it's, is definitely toned down. But fidelity wise, overall, it's more or less identical, which. Mm -hmm. As far as I remember, the game looked fantastic for being a PS4 game. Yeah, I love it. I have it. One. Yeah, hmm. I have it, and I never finished it, but I'm so dying to get it on Steam. Seriously. So, um, Red Dead Redemption 2 Story Mode adds a new and much-needed feature in the form of a weapons locker for their offline campaign. Are there that many weapons in the game? Um, I, I, I didn't know this was as needed as it is, but, um, yeah, for the article what I'm seeing, apparently it's something that people wanted for a long time. So for those of you who are interested in having a weapon locker in the offline campaign on Red Dead Redemption 2, your day is now offline. Oh, jeez. Well, I think, are there? I think they had it online for the online before. Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2. I just know I saw a lot of buzz around this, so I figured I sh we should mention it. Yeah, makes sense. 
So Ruber, GTA Online is adding Liberty City map and Nico Bellic. Uh, Bellic, yes. So he is the protagonist, definite anti-hero, not actually a good guy in any way whatsoever of Grand Theft Auto <laughs> 4, which is based in Liberty City. Um, they're fake New York. Um, and this comes from a forum user who has accurately leaked multiple other GTA Online things. So it's, you know, a friend of someone in the business or it's someone in the business himself. Mm -hmm. um, and it says that Liberty City will make its way to GTA Online as well as other GTA 4 characters just, you know, updated. Rather than being in the 90s, um, GTA Online is set after the early 2000s of GTA 5. So probably closer to modern, the second decade of the, the millennium. Okay. So, and so it'd be probably an older Nico, um, but it just, you know, an actual new area would kind of bring that entire online game back since it is such a huge, huge moneymaker for Rockstar. Mm. Um, and so also supposedly that all future updates will be targeting this new area for GTA Online. And that's after, and this is supposed to come around about the, the next generation console launch as well. Okay. So, um, oh, the last thing on my list. So this is neat. So um, big news from Nintendo. I guess I should have mentioned this earlier, but... Um, so this is actually some exciting news from Nintendo. Um, the a new device called the Analog Pocket is going to be coming out May 2021. So the Analog Pocket Ooh. is capable of playing games from Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advanced. Um, has a 4300 mAh battery. So for those of uh, you wondering what that, if you've seen the ones that like you put in the tobacco vapes, those ones that are about the size of a Bic lighter. That's the kind of battery it's going to take. Um, and that'll allow for six to ten hours of playtime. So do you plug your car old cartridges into this? Um, from what it's looking like, yeah, you can you can take your old cartridges. Um, so yeah, if you still have uh... your old Game Boy cartridges and stuff, you can, you'll be able to plug them directly in this. It's not like not like the old like shitty little Super Nintendo gadget they made where you can like download these 20 top Super Nintendo games on it. You can straight up just put your cartridges on this from what it's looking like to me. They, oh. they haven't released a whole lot of info, but it's for, yeah, you can... At least at least that's what the image uh, portrays right there. Like there's a Tetris oh, yeah, cartridge in the back of it. Yeah. yeah. God, if you're holding on to an OG Tetris cartridge, fucking go sell that shit. Those <laughs> cartridges are worth right. a lot of money. Yeah. Do you still buy those at GameStop? Because the last time I went into a GameStop, I remember they had like all kinds of like Game Boy Advance games, like uh, uh, in one of the front counters, you know, uh, under lock and key or whatever. But uh, I've been to GameStop in years, so I don't know. I know uh, my local game store that I sometimes go into if I need any like quick PC hardware. Um, they sell those old games. They have like cases of really expensive. Uh, PSX games as well as Super Nintendo, Atari, whatever games. So if you look, uh, I just posted another link, and this one has, or I post an actual link such as the photo I had on there. If you look in here, it's got some more details on it, and it's it's pretty neat. I gotta say, 
Um, yeah, you can plug any cartridges, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, pop them right in that bad boy, and I'm fucking Game Boy Advance for the smaller cartridges, right? Yep. And I've oh. got a ton of Game Boy through Game Boy Advanced games um, that I'm super stoked. I'm getting one of these for sure. Um, it's going to cost $200, um, and the dock <clears throat> has a special little charging dock that'll be $100. Um, and Let's see, the dock is the USB-C insert point, uh, so the dock itself supports up to four controllers, which can be connected what? via Bluetooth. Uh, yep, so it has a little dock that you can connect controllers to um, with Bluetooth, wireless, or wired USB. You can also connect the dock to your TV via HDMI for a big screen experience. So, um, yeah, it's like a little all-in-one thing. So $300 and you get this thing and, yeah, so it's it's basically turn your old school Game Boy games into what you can do now with the Switch. It's I think it's pretty neat. I'm super stoked for I this. I think it's awesome. I'm probably not going to buy it but just saying yeah i'm gonna buy it interesting i will buy um, and review this for you guys for yeah sure. uh, though oddly enough the analog logo the little a with the dot it looks like half of an upside down walkman sony logo mm. hmm. so i mean if there's a market for it that's great there's a market for it uh definite is this uh, is this officially by nintendo I'm fairly certain, yeah. Let me double check. Look, is uh, analog has announced it, so I don't think so. Oh no, it's not Nintendo. You're right. It's the oh, it's by actually Super analog okay. and Mega SG. They have to so, have some sort of uh, permissions to be doing something this like this, though. I think. Um. Not necessarily because it does require you to own the actual hardware. Oh, that's the true. actual software. On the yeah. Huh. It looks sleek. I'll give it that. It looks really, really it, sleek. It and I saw that really it gives cool, you yeah. different display modes, so like original mm-hmm. and whatnot, if you wanted it. Yeah, there's actually a lot of information out there on it, so I I definitely recommend checking it out if you're if you have any of those old games and you're like, man, this is awesome, but you know my my old Game Boy barely works anymore, or have all these games and nothing to put them in. Like, it's worth checking this thing out. Yeah. And I imagine this might make some sort of boom in, um, you know, people digging out those old games and maybe even you know get selling them or giving them to the pawn shop. We might even see a boom in those getting refurbished or something. So yeah, yeah, you might. Well, that and uh, I mean, Nintendo hasn't really done anything with their with mobile games. Mm. So uh, I mean, the Switch is technically a mobile console. Well, yeah. I, I guess, but I I guess I'm referring more like phones where. There's a lot of companies just spewing out games, uh, you know, towards. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. 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 And even though Nintendo did put out a few games, but. Like, they dabble Mario, in it, it seems. Yeah. Mario Kart was like super disappointing, you know. Whatnot, so. Even even Mario Run was. Yeah. It was a cool idea. And then like you got two levels and everything else was behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. So it's a poor, it's even a poorly monetized free phone game. <laughs> yep. Alright, so the last thing on here is Call of Duty teasing stadium opening in Warzone. 
and I've pawned it off on Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, there have been leaks and videos and whatnot showing uh, like a short clip uh, of a security camera from inside uh, the stadium. And what it's showing is, uh, you know, it's like a regular CCTV where uh, it's showing the time and whatnot. And then all of a sudden you you see the film shake and then you see a flash of light. Um, the theory is that the stadium area is going to get nuked. Ooh. And yeah, so in order to, you know, to create a new map area. Uh, and then there is a certain... Spot. Trying to look for the picture that I, I just took a screenshot. Anyway, uh, there's a certain spot where there's a roundabout. I guess it's not too far off from the stadium area. Um, the actual statue or whatever's there in the roundabout, it lo- if you if you see it from like the map view from the sky view, it looks like the uh, radioactive uh, sign or radioactivity mm-hmm. sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the theory is that. Uh, uh, the nuke is going to come out of there and then blast the zone. And, <laughs> you know, I mean that'd be that'd be pretty fun to watch. Maybe the roundabouts ground zero and just a way to open up half the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, I mean, you, you have that tweet from well. You know, it'd be really what? cool is if they made it some sort of like randomly triggered in-game event. Fuck. Well, it could be, but uh, could- with those bunkers that they opened up a few months ago uh there's a, i haven't been into it but apparently there's a red button and it mm. clearly says push the big shiny button or some shit well so, do you do you remember i think it was infinite warfare they had that map where like halfway through the map um there was like an earthquake or a volcano going off or something like half the map started blowing up and you had to run whoa. to the other half in time that was a big part of Infinite Warfare, wasn't it? Where you just had huge map-altering things that players could trigger. Mm-hmm. That was but, actually really cool. I enjoyed it. Like, um, That was where the Japanese map was, because you had the volcano come through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the Japanese map? Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. you had a volcano run through it and destroy like half the buildings and completely change up the mechanics. Yep. It, became less, it le- became less urban clustered and more open because everything was destroyed. Yep. <laughs> So I'm wondering if something like that, only instead of guaranteed, like a randomly, like, you know, there's a there's a 10% chance every match that this nuke will launch and destroy this area of the map. But anyone in that, that area of the map is fucked, and then there's a new train in that area, and then making it to where there's a chance of just getting fucked for being in that area would obviously make it a really hot zone. So you could put something to try and... Uh, coax people in there like a you know some sort of loot box with guaranteed like really good loot in it or something and to coax people like take that chance to run in there. Th- there's a lot to work with there, I think. Yeah, yeah but if you're I gonna think... if you're Sorry, gonna go have ahead. a whole bunch of different areas with that, you're gonna need a whole bunch of different variations of the map, and that's gonna be a lot more well, data needed to be no, stored. I'm just talking about just the just the nuke dropping on the stadium. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, can, there was another. Wish. Yeah, there was mm. another uh, part of that video uh, showing the CCTV from inside uh, 
the uh, conductor uh, compartment of a train. So I guess there is going to be a train area or a train running around the map, kind of like uh, yeah, how Apex has one or had one because now they're back in the old map, but it's all destroyed. God, I haven't played Apex in months. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that is confirmed. The trains are coming to war zone. Um, they're supposed to be extra. They're supposed to be really good loot on them. They're going to be concentrated areas of conflict. So just don't get hit by a train, I guess. <laughs> I guess. All right. So that wraps it up for the news. So Sasquatch, oh, oh, also, what? Oh. also along with um, the stadium tease is mm -hmm. they actually tweeted out with a picture of the stadium um, at Call of Duty official COD account. If the stadium had a name, what would it be? Our doors are open to ideas. Hmm. And they have been known to drop these little cryptic hints all the time about features coming to the game. So Yeah. Interesting. Also, uh, Hentai Fetish Tycoon is a dollar on Steam. I'm listening, Jeff. <laughs> is that the I... actual is that the actual name? Hentai fetish tycoon. Yes, well, I I have to. We can't we can't close it out, Rick. I have to open up this uh, the Steam page now. Hentai. Oh my god! I forgot, it. I forgot that tycoon. I had put it on my wish list. Oh my god! Of course you do. So when I so when I check my wish list for Horizon, that's the first thing that pops up. Like, I gotta. You know your wish list is like public information, right? I don't give a shit. This came out <laughs> December fifth, two thousand nineteen. It has a sick little e EDM uh, track. What are you doing this? I have Guess. no clue. I just, I, I, just, I just put it on my list because I thought of you when I first saw it. And I remember, <laughs> I remember that I shared a screenshot when we're doing a, a podcast, like one of our first few podcasts. And I Lies. Like, oh, he put it on no. his list because it made his penis become the big penis. <laughs> so that's there's a screenshot that i uh i took that night it was like two bucks at the time now it's only 99 cents <laughs> i found it let me see if i can uh share it over here where's the share button shows you i'm not in the actual steam store very much <laughs> Ah, found it. What? I can't just copy the link? What the fuck? So, a friend recently bought another mutual friend of ours, uh, that uncle dating simulator, which ah, was in the notorious orc massage episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm uh, purchasing this for that same friend now. Um, nice. Nice. First name, dearest friend. Grow, grow, his, grow you that. Grow his fucking collection. <laughs> Um, the gift message is the uncles were getting lonely. Have fun wow. from Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 99 cents. How could I not? <laughs> He's going to get the email at work too. And I'm just about to oh, get a text like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> that's not. Well, he is currently not at right. work. He is at work. And oh, pop do phone. it. Do it right <laughs> now. Oh, Oh, I, oh, I have a receipt already. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. You should black out any pertinent information and screenshot that to me so we can put that in the video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. fucked up. 
let's see. I don't think there's too much. Um, pen. Well, blue pen. Black pen. So, uh, what have you been playing this out. week, Sasquatch? Um, so with that previous Destiny 2 news, I started getting back into Destiny 2. I'm mm. way behind. Um, uh, I played a couple hours of Minecraft and realized I still hated it. Um, <laughs> I had some friends coax me into playing with them, and I hated it. I got drunk last night to play. Some mutual online friends of mine, <laughs> I believe. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I also for you have been playing a lot and a lot and a lot of magic on both Arena and uh, the Magic the Gathering online clan. Uh, standard, Pioneer, and Modern formats. Um, nice. I re-upped my Mana Traders account so I can rent decks and not actually have to buy the cards because, you know, I mentioned that in our... Uh, <clears throat> our conjecture podcast video that will be coming up. And I also ended up writing up a huge, huge, huge write-up on a deck tech for the deck I play in standard, which I'm also going to end up doing for pioneer and modern as well, because I'm recording footage to give to you for the video version of that podcast. So nice. um, half playing, half doing deck techs and write-ups. Nice. How about you, and, Jeff? Uh, oh. And uh, those video and i'm also i'm also creating some videos for those as well that are on my youtube channel nice i need to check that out i don't remember if i'm subscribed to your youtube channel i just made a new one because i couldn't change the other one from ah, sad watch daddy right. that's right that's right you, sh you should have just made a brand account it is a brand account you can't change the name on a brand account you can't, yeah, you can't. Nope. no that's dumb Right? Holy shit! That's really that's really dumb. Huh. You can change the name on a regular account. You can't yeah. Change the name on a brand account. <laughs> wow. Okay. Weird. Uh, so how about you, Jeff? What have you been playing this week? So, I'm still doing dailies in Modern Warfare, uh, uh, and playing uh, Witcher, Witcher Three. Uh, I did uh, since I got a new phone a few weeks ago. I did explore to see what. MMOs are on Android, which is weird because I, as much as I love MMOs, like I won't get into it on PC, but I'll, I'll have one in my phone so I can, you know, play on the toilet. Uh, <laughs> I did download this one. It's a, it's kind of cartoony. It's called Albion, Albion Online. Yeah, it's on, it's on Android, uh, Windows, Linux, and Mac, and it's. I guess it's crossplay. I know. I know it's uh, cross save. Like I can access my account on either. So yeah, it, it's crossplay. So it's really interesting. It's really cartoony. It's free to play. The only th as much as I'm liking it, I'm afraid that at some point you're gonna hit a paywall because mm. I've been seeing a lot of comments like on the ads on Facebook and whatnot. You know, people talking about pay to win. Even in like the general chat in the game, a lot of people talking about pay to win. So. It's it's nice. It's grindy. That's a lot of mobile games, though. So it's kind of no, comes right, the territory. Right, but that's why you gotta stick to the waifu gatches. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got like seven of them on my phone. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, 
I've been browsing a lot of the Xbox Live or whatever it's called, the Xbox Game Pass. Because mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think I still got it for like another month or two. Uh, and I downloaded a bunch of games like Final Fantasy IX. I downloaded it the other day, uh, which I've been wanting to get on Steam for a while. But I'm like, fuck, if I have it on Game Pass, mm. screw it. I won't need to buy it. Yeah. And what I'll do is whenever I'll want to play it, uh, act, uh, what is it called? Uh, Game Pass is only like five, four or five bucks a month. So whenever the subscription dies uh, and I want to play it, I'll still have it in my library. Mm. So I'll just whatever ramp up five bucks and mm. play it and beat it and that's it nice. uh but yeah i uh i did start the other day uh hellblade Senua's sacrifice Ooh. that is fucking creepy especially when you know with with uh virtual surround sound or whatever in your headphones uh you guys haven't played that game yet Mm-mm. i have okay so yeah with all the voices and shit in your head like i was playing during the day and i'm like uh, maybe i shouldn't touch this shit right now because <laughs> it was really <laughs> creeping me out but uh it looks really interesting i didn't get too far into the beginning <clears throat> uh but yeah that's the only other uh game that i've touched this week <clears throat> i haven't really been I've, I've had a pretty busy week uh so i haven't been able to play too much uh, I've still been trying to get into Final Fantasy XIV again, and I've been playing some RuneScape off and on also, going back into my MMO phases, it seems. Um, but yeah, no- nothing, nothing. I haven't played anything new this last week. I've, like I said, I've been pretty busy, so. Understand what happens. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for us tonight. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you want to check out gaming news on the minute, make sure you check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash darkfeathergamingnews. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your week. Uh, Ciao.